Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Twist My Arm podcast. My name is Josh, and I'm your forever host and creator of the Twist My Arm network. Find updates on all your favorite Twist My Arm shows by visiting www.twistmyarmpodcast.com. You can follow the TMA podcast on Twitter by searching at TwistMyArmCast. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search Twist My Arm Podcast. We go live every Monday for the Marvel Canon Madness podcast, every Friday for the Sudden But Inevitable rewatch, and most other days we stream games or, I don't know, whatever we feel, feel like doing that day. Maybe uploading a new episode, maybe streaming some board games, I don't know. But anyway, you can find all of our live podcasts and game streams on Twitch. Just search for TMA Games, all one word, and subscribe to get notifications for all the times we are live. All right, now that that's out of the way... Today, I am joined by Jesse from the Sudden But Inevitable Rewatch to talk to another very special guest. Her name is Lauren, and she comes from the Beard Owl podcast, where they talk all about beer and Weird Owl. I don't think there's much else to say there. Uh, it's, it's a ton of fun, and I was extremely excited to learn more about not only Weird Owl and their favorite kinds of beer, but Lauren and her love for the subject matter her and her brother talk about on their show. I can't thank her enough for coming on and giving Jesse and I a little more info on what the Beard Owl podcast is all about, and also just talking about life and having a good time. I also can't thank you, the listener, enough for listening to this little podcast. So without further ado, here's our interview with Lauren from the Beard Owl podcast. COVID's been a, a crazy, crazy It has time, been. It's been I crazy. Like, I feel like a lot of people have gotten their creative juices running, though, during COVID and done a lot of things mm-hmm. to kind of better themselves, I guess, you know? Yeah, I feel like we're going to come, like, 20 years from now, we're going to look back at this time and, and you know, yes, it was something historic that happened. And yes, there, there was a lot of crap going on, but there was also a lot of, like you said, like really good creative stuff that came out of it. And I feel like really happy. Like my show started because of COVID. So yeah. So I, I have this theory now that, Hey Jesse, that all these, like we're going to get some of the best music we've ever heard here in the next couple of years because of all these bands that have been stuck at home with nothing to do, but write their best shit. And we're going to start getting music. That's like just epic from, from all sorts of different people and i hope so you can kind of already see it with some of the singles that are coming out and i don't know i mean obviously your your style of music is probably all over the place different than mine but like i mean you see like manchester orchestra coming out with a new single that's some of their best music in 10 years and you know it's 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 about the pandemic and like coheed and cambria is coming out with new stuff Mm -hmm. that's and it i just think that we're going to start seeing a lot more bands coming out with a lot more meaningful music. Yeah. We're used to. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I had mentioned Stevie Nicks when we were talking before and she came out with a phenomenal song just before the election uh, called uh, please God show them the way, which was one of her most uh, like rooted in the present and reality songs ever, mm-hmm. you know, because Stevie Nicks is very like, ooh, dreams, <laughs> yeah. you know, I love her for that. And that's that's like those Stevie Nicks and Weird Al are like the two sides of my personality that are constantly like 
both like fighting and like living with each other. Um, <laughs> but this Please God Show Them the Way song was very much like, how do we move forward as a society from this point? And I was like, holy shit, Stevie Nicks. Yes. How do we move forward from this point, Stevie Nicks? Deep. That's deep, Stevie. Yeah, Stevie got real deep. Think about shit. Uh, I love and that. I feel like I Welcome need to tell to you. Sudden but inevitable rewatch. This is my vocal test. We are not jumping into the show just in case you were feeling nervous. This is just my vocal test. I can't wait till I don't edit that out of the interview. Yeah, keep that. Keep that. (laughs) I just want to introduce my show in your show, but yeah, go ahead. That's very, there's layers. It's like an onion. What a plug. Um, Just like out of nowhere. Just plug. Where'd that plug come from? Why am I so yellow, you guys? I'll just put his, uh, I'll just put your guys' bumper on there. Your (laughs) mid-roll right there instead. (laughs) Put that there. Um, but yeah, this guy behind me is the uh, the saint of Belgian beers. My dad gave me this banner. Oh, okay. And there's a, you can't see it, but up at the top of it, um, it says, uh, Bibe Cervezum Non Aquum, which means drink beer, not water in Latin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, cerveza and aquam or whatever mm-hmm. right is that yeah. what it is yeah i mean that sounds very very spanish well, and, yeah and beber. well cuz cuz yeah. spanish is a is a it's you know romance. a language it's a romance From, language rooted okay. in the latin yes ooh ooh latin yeah. yes <laughs> yeah semper um, ubi sub ubi i don't know that, if, it, it, if it ended up in the show lauren but we interviewed uh pixie from next I, stage 1 I and she was like, oh, okay. I, I and I don't remember if she if we left it in, but she was talking specifically about your skin and how it looks amazing. She was I like, didn't oh I I I didn't get all the way to the end of it. I didn't hear that good. yet. I was just like and I was I, driving around today and I was listening to that episode in particular. Yeah. Uh because I love her. I love her she's so much. So sweet. She's great. Yeah. yeah. She's great. Like, and the fact that she works in an auto body shop, I had uh yeah. I got it, I got a new car like two weeks ago but i kept my old car because my my 2009 mazda is just like she's she's still running she's still kicking butt and i'm like i need this car for when i want to go somewhere that i don't want to take my new car you know so my my mazda was sitting uh on the street and something hit it nobody left a note nobody left anything and the driver's side mirror was like all like scrunched forward i was able to like pop that back but the driver's side door had a big slice in it and a big Uh... scrape and literally the first thought that popped into my head when i saw this was pixie could fix that (laughs) 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 but and so my so my my little mazda's at uh at the body shop right now for like the next week and a half at least she needs a whole new door and Mm -hmm. so we kind of decided it was like you know what while it's there let's just make her look new yeah and Mm -hmm. so now it's like what what can Um, i do with this car now i'm gonna like pimp it out does she have a name (laughs) miranda beautiful that's a good name for a mazda 
Yeah, uh, because uh, and I will tell you, I will tell you why my Mazda's name is Miranda because I bought her brand new in two thousand nine. It was the very first like major purchase I made in my life, and it was a brand new car. And I was big, you know, as an English major, I was big into the uh, into the Decemberists. Hmm. And so she, from the song "We Both Go Down Together," she was my sweet, ah. untouched Miranda. There you go. Excellent. We, that's I and I love it when it's not just oh, I was driving with my friend Miranda and she like totally threw up. No. Right. Like it's not no. it's not some boring story. Like no. it has thought behind it, it has intention. Mm-hmm. I really, really appreciate that. Thank um, you. She's my sweet untouched uh, Miranda. So she's been touched quite a bit in the past twelve and a half years since I met her. <laughs> that's gonna be a bumper right there. Yeah. <laughs> that and uh she'll come back as your sweet tarted up miranda so. oh yeah well <laughs> first nice. she's like my franken miranda at this point because the the stereo <laughs> is new she's gonna have a new door i think a new bumper so like at what point does she stop being the same car like how yeah. much needs to be replaced before it's, this car is a whole new car that's a classic joan rivers right when when people would say how old are you she would say some parts are younger than others or something like that yeah <laughs> So I got this beautiful new Chevy, you know, Equinox, and I was like really like stoked about it. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Her name is Scarlet. Um, is she red? She's red. She is. She's red. I like having okay. red cars. So <laughs> Miranda is red, and Scarlet is also red. Um, and Scarlet, I got because again, I love Stevie Nicks so very, very much. And there's an <laughs> alternate version of the video for Stand Back called the Scarlet version, where it's like oh. Gone with the Wind. Oh, okay. Um, so Scarlet is a very Stevie Nicks name in my head. And so I was like, oh, yeah. Scarlet. And I've also, I just also love Scarlet Johansson. Um, mm, yeah. Who doesn't? Mm-hmm. She's very endearing. Like, you yeah. can re- I feel like when you see her on screen, you can see that she's just a person who was told mm-hmm. like, hey, you're really pretty. You should be in movies. And she was like, okay. Okay, like, fine. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I would, like, I would change teams for her like no problem <laughs> yeah she's she's most that... women would yeah. I, oh, I mean she's one of the ones i, I can knock at without my wife getting upset like yeah she's, she's like no i get it go for it like that? Yeah. that anna kendrick and there's one other who i can't remember but oh yeah anna kendrick yeah 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 uh yeah anna, see okay when i'm looking at wholesome. women wholesome see i'm i have a uh, big crush on michelle trachtenberg i know she's like oh. old news but man, no, she's not. No, the spy, wrong with that. When I, you know, like when I was a kid, I had a crush on that girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Okay. Heather Graham. Ooh, yes. Yes, indeed. Okay. Indeed. Okay. Lauren, I've actually kind of been dying to ask you this. Um, do you know Da Vinci's Notebook? Da Vinci's Notebook. So they're like, a, I think they're maybe an acapella group or maybe just a vocal <gasps> group, right? It rings a bell. It sounds so familiar. It's it's one of those CDs that somebody once bought me because they were like, you love Weird Al. This is Weird Al adjacent mm. because it's funny music, right? So I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And it was one of the few times somebody did that where I actually felt like, okay, no, this is really good music and it's funny. But they have a song about the glory that is Heather Graham. And it's just called Heather Graham. <laughs> Oh, it's... oh, oh, yes, I've heard that. Yeah. Yes, 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 I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. oh, God, because her in that, that macrame 
dress that she wore in the second Austin Powers movie. I feel like yes. I, beca- I became a man that day, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> Every uh, prepubescent uh, teen boy at that yes. point in time, which is what I was, was all about and, Austin Powers. <laughs> and depending oh. on how much of Boogie Nights you saw while your parents were watching it and ushering you out of the room. <laughs> oh. Oh, she's beautiful. Dad had to sneak stuff like that. I was telling you, I, I was raised by very Christian oh, parents. Man. I had to, I had to sneak <laughs> things like Austin Powers. Like, so the essence. This is my favorite. One of my favorite stories to tell about growing up with Josh. Okay, so <laughs> oh, I, I wanted that. to, I wanted Josh to play Final Fantasy VII, right? Because <sighs> like, it's Final Fantasy VII, and I had just gotten into it, and I had a PlayStation, and I was like dude let's do this right so he's like well you have to you have to run it by my stepmom and i was like that's not gonna go well but okay so <laughs> i'm like hey can your son play this game with me like i i probably asked it in a way that was like she could tell that i did not appreciate having to ask her um <laughs> something like that but I was like, can he play this game? And she was like, is there any violence or swearing in it? And I was like, there's a little bit of swearing. And what I meant was they say like light swear words like hell and damn and shit. Mm. And she goes, she goes, oh, that's crazy. I just made some brownies and I only put a little bit of dog poop in them. Do you still want the brownies? And like, even as a kid, I was like, fuck you. I'm out. Like, I am not going <laughs> to fucking stand here and take this. Like, I'm seriously. It was the first time I'd ever had a disagreement with an adult and like mm-hmm. I couldn't do anything about it. So I just like looked at Josh and looked at her and left. I was like, yeah, OK, sorry. It's my life. Like... It's my life, man. Awful. <laughs> oh, that's awful. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no apologies needed. Um, I had a lot of story. fun with it and I have a lot of good sneaking out stories and why I had to hide reading Harry Potter from my parents' <gasps> stories. <laughs> oh my God. Reading, reading. I got grounded for reading when I was a kid. Yeah. Have you ever heard of that at all? Ever? No. no. <laughs> uh, I think crazy. it happened. Wow. I think it happened to one of my stepsisters, but it was because she was specifically told to be asleep and she was like, no, I'm going to read. But Okay, well, it was specifically because I, I was still reading think it's a book. Extreme. Yeah, yeah. That's nuts. That's nuts. I still think it's extreme. Oh, yeah, man. oh, it, it is. My God. I got, like, I got, ex- I got extra allowance for reading. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> it didn't matter what I read. I was like, hey, Mom, you done with that Stephen King book? I'm like, nine. And she goes, yeah, sure, take it. And so I, like, I read um, It. Yes. Did you, Lauren, growing up, did you have the, um, I cannot remember, Book It, I think was the name of the program. It was through Pizza Hut. And like if every kid in Uh class read a book. Uh So in in my class, there was always one kid who would be like, I'm not reading a book like on purpose. Like, because I don't (laughs) want to get pizza. And everybody would be like, dude. And the teachers would be like, dude. And it was just, but there was always one kid. Did you guys, did you ever have that kid? Or was everybody like, yay, reading? Yeah, we had that kid, and we peer pressured him into reading. Um, I, I his name was like Dylan or something, huh? No, his name was Matthew. Oh, um, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I could even, I even remember his last name, but I'm not yep. gonna put no, some kid yeah, that you know. I don't know on blast. Um, because he's a grown man now, and I don't know, maybe he reads a lot now. Um, I, I don't, I don't know how much of this is gonna make it in the show. So <laughs> he's, he's like, an, no he's last like a names. Very... 
it's a very well established author and he's got just volumes on the wall. Yeah, right. Like... No, probably not. <laughs> like smoking out of his pipe in his big fucking study. How dare they? <laughs> I'm a world famous author. How dare they call me out for that time in first grade that I didn't read Dr. Seuss? <laughs> that was her. I knew it was her. <laughs> Jeeves. I don't know. We don't have to keep going with it. I would be stoked if a guy like that was listening to this podcast. That'd be awesome. Could you imagine? If if you're a guy like that listening to this podcast, please hit me up. I'd love to have you on the show. Hey, yeah. If you have a butler and you listen to our podcast, I need to hear from you. Yeah. (laughs) What are you you drinking tonight, Tell us about this. Tell us about this beer that you're drinking. (laughs) Yeah, I have to tell you about this beer that I'm drinking because I got it from Matt from the Geeks Hop News podcast, and he lives in Idaho. And so he sent me beer that I can't get here in Florida. And this is a American IPA from the Western Collective. brewery called dick shooter <laughs> and apparently there's a city in idaho called dick shooter which oh. is great I'm looking yeah because there's up. a little oh. there's a little star on the map on the can so i guess that's where dick shooter is <laughs> it's right and on the edge too they're like maybe right you guys should there. be in that other state <laughs> yeah so what is that what would that be that's uh oh. or- oregon oregon <laughs> These are some of the best go. things. Cheap apartments for rent in Dick Shooter. <laughs> I laughed my I ass bet. off when I opened this box up today. I was like, Dick Shooter! Yeah! Dick it's- Shooter okay, ID real estate and homes for sale. It's, yeah. it's too bad that we have to name this episode after Lauren so that people will know she's on it. Because otherwise, we could just call this Dick Shooter. But, oh. I mean, it's not... We're happy to put your name on it, Lauren. I don't mean to, for it to sound that way. <laughs> That's all right. You can call me Lauren Dick Shooter. Weather Dick Shooter. <laughs> so just yeah. Just what the... is what is the weather in Dick Shooter right now? <laughs> right now it's uh, forty six degrees. God, it sunny. should have been sixty nine in Dick Shooter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> always sixty nine. Like, if it had been sixty nine and drizzling, I would have just canceled the rest of my podcast <laughs> for the rest of forever. I would have like, died. I would have died. Yeah. Oh, well, you had your shot, dick shooter. You had your dick shot. (laughs) So, as you can tell, we are no strangers to puns and wordplay. Go ahead. Let me just clarify why dick shooter is the name that it is. Uh, It was named for early pioneer dick shooter. (laughs) Wow. Okay. I mean, I guess that that's not that. No joke. Oh shit! It doesn't oh, shit. not make sense. <laughs> huh. Oh my god. Okay, oh. well, and but I mean, yeah. come on, that's a conscious choice. That guy could have gone by Richard. Like he, he, he wanted. But... Yeah, because he wanted people to go, "Who's that?" and have somebody go, "Oh, that's Dick Shooter," and have other people go, uh, "Leave him alone." I guess just whatever yeah. you do, leave that guy alone. Dick Shooter. Wow. Just, so do. You... <sighs> Are either of you all um, mm, familiar with 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 NASCAR? I'm familiar <laughs> because, with briefly. Okay, briefly. you don't have I to know, know you, much. You go you real fast and know, you turn left. You just have to know that in the 80s and 90s, there was a NASCAR driver whose name was Dick Trickle. <laughs> I did know that actually. Dick Trickle. Um, 
I don't remember I what TV that, show. That's awesome. I, it was some <laughs> TV show that was like, hey, this is a real name. And I was like, okay, let me. And then it was. But yes. Yeah, it's um, a triple. And he, would, he, he... wore wingtips shoes oh to drive the stock car. Dick Trickle with his wingtips. That's tips. classy. I mean, yeah. if, you're, you're gonna, if you're going to drive him. Yeah, if you're <laughs> It's much better than, you know, just like your average run-of-the-mill backwoods dick trickle. Right, exactly. That, that guy <laughs> oh is just God. used to running moonshine. And, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. Where you guys get your moonshine? Oh, you, you guys got to want... a little dick trickle's house. He's going to make you some shine. <laughs> I got that dick trickle shine, yeah. Watch out for Dick Shooter, though. He'll rob you on your way there. <laughs> this is, this, yeah. This is a uh, a new experience that I did not think I was about to have, and I'm enjoying myself, you guys. <laughs> I'm really great. glad, like, <laughs> like, cause like I to- like I was saying, uh, I I I listened to the episode that that y'all did with Pixie from Next on Stage yes. One, and somehow we're talking more about Dick than <laughs> yeah you did she- with yeah. If you listen to both of these episodes back to back, it'll be like, oh, what one of them walking out while the other one is walking in or something like what's going on. But no, <laughs> I promise change. you, listeners. Yeah, <laughs> I promise you it's been a week. Um, it has been a week. Uh, and and it has been I'm a just, week. Wow. I'm just what I did this week. I mean, part of what I do every week now is I catch up with indie podcasts. Right. So so many. Well, and I'm sure right? you're aware. When you, yeah, when you, when you start a show and you find, you know, like-minded individuals with comparable passion and positivity, you want to lift all those people with you as your show mm-hmm. is growing, you know? So the only way to do that is to listen and give feedback and reviews and stuff like that. So we've been listening to so many podcasts lately because we've been getting so much wonderful support. I just got to you this week. And <laughs> let me tell you, I have to start by saying, I really pride myself. Um, one of the things that I'm the most proud of in our podcast is the name of our podcast, the sudden but inevitable rewatch, because people that have seen Firefly are like, that's a Firefly show and I'm going to rewatch it. I'm so totally there. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was I was really proud of that. Then I saw your podcast name <laughs> and what your podcast and the whole concept of the Beard Al podcast pairing beer with Weird Al. I was like. Okay, that's insanely brilliant. And then I downloaded your two most recent episodes, maybe your three most recent episodes, but one of them is a Weird Al Polka bracket, bracket. Uh-huh. on the Beard Al podcast. That's a W-A-P on the B-A-P. That's a WAP on the BOP. Yeah. <laughs> are like the source of all of my branding and marketing envy now. For the rest of my podcasting career, just so that you know. So oh if the sentences God. that if the sentences that I just said are not enough to get you to listen to the Beard Owl podcast, first of all, something's wrong with you. Second <laughs> of all, let's let Lauren explain what the Beard Owl podcast is, since Lauren is the host, yeah. one of the hosts yeah. of the Beard Owl podcast. Go ahead. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, the Beard Owl podcast. So it's me and my brother John. Um, primarily me, uh, because my brother has a child and I have dogs, so I have a lot more time and a lot more flexibility. And my brother has even said, he's like, this is your show. I'm just talent. Uh, and that's my impression of my brother. So thank you. 
<laughs> if you listen to my show, you'll you'll see yeah, that's pretty good. Um, it's spot on. Thank you, thank you so much. Uh, it's pretty so, good. Yeah. yeah, we we actually before the pandemic happened, John and I had conversations like we should do a podcast because he lives in Pennsylvania, I live in Florida, and we're like we could talk to each other all the time and have a reason to do it. And, you know, who knows what could happen. And so, you know, we were kicking it around for a bit and then everything shut down and we we're both like, shit, well, we have a lot of time now. Uh, so we did it. And the first couple episodes, um, okay. Every podcaster says this, the first couple episodes are garbage. Um, but I would disagree not, on your show. I went yeah, back because I, I, I do this every time. Like I just said, like I did with Pixie and um, your first episode actually was, it got me hooked. And I, <laughs> so I started listening this morning at probably like eight o'clock in the morning. And I listened to the very first episode and I just kept it going. Like it just kept going. I think I went like four episodes deep or something Aww. before I realized, before I realized like, oh, I've been playing Borderlands and listening to Beard Owl for fucking four and a half hours. But <laughs> it was I great. That. I had a lot of fun listening to it. And um, it wasn't. And I mean, Pixies was the same way The you know, I, I really enjoyed listening to hers. Like the first couple, I went straight through it. Like mm -hmm. there's only been a few podcasts that I've listened to where I'm like, oh, my God, these guys like. Oof, and mine being one of them where my first episode was just like I said in that last thing just straight hot garbage and it's it's okay for that to happen because it takes time to grow but yeah. it seems like you guys already had such a good idea brewing in your heads brewing <laughs> 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 um, but like because because you guys are siblings do you ever have any crazy sibling fights? I didn't hear any sibling rivalry uh, things on the show, but do you ever have any thing happen off the show? No. As no. far as the podcast goes, no? Uh, you know, at this point in our lives, I, I would say that my brother is probably, oh, this is going to sound so corny and so cliche, but my brother's like my best friend. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Though. No, we, and, we really love genuine emotion on our and it's, it's true. It's true. Uh, you know, we're, we're two years, we're a little over two years apart. I'm older. Um, and Make, let so, that be known. <laughs> I'm older. I was first. I was an only child. Those were the days. Um, <laughs> so like we do shit like that with each other where we, it's digs, but we don't actually mean them. Uh, and so like John will say things to me, like I'll say something that he disagree with, he disagrees with. And he goes, it's okay to be wrong sometimes. And <laughs> I say that too. <laughs> yeah. So I hear it all the time, <laughs> <laughs> but no, we don't really have like any more, you know, you know, fights. Like we're both in our thirties. We both kind of have lives and, and things like that. And we're just kind of holding on to that relationship that we have with each other. And doing this podcast together where we're basically talking about uh, one of the things that made us really, really happy when we were kids. And one of the things that makes us really, really happy as adults and kind of marrying those two things together, yeah. uh, two things that we both have in common that we have, you know, shared experiences with it's, it's been a whole lot of fun because uh, he'll remember things that I forgot. I'll remember things that he forgot. We recommend beer to each other. You know, we we're listening to songs that we've heard for 
you know, 25 plus years and we're noticing new things in them all the time. And it's, it's wild. And I say this every time somebody asks me about the Beard Owl podcast, I always say, we started this primarily as a way to stay in touch with each other with a purpose when we knew we weren't going to be able to see each other in person for a long time because of the pandemic. And the fact that anybody even listens to it is just bonus. Like we would still be doing this even if we got like three downloads an episode. Right. Because that's, that's we the, have so the, much fun. That's the yeah. main thing though. I mean, with this show in particular, I've gone years with just episodes going two, three, four downloads, but I could care less because I love podcasting and doing this and talking to people so much that it doesn't matter to me if if one person is listening or a thousand people are listening. Like yeah. just the fact that a couple people are is wonderful to me. And any any more than two is a bonus. You know what I mean? <laughs> like because most of the time those two people are Jesse and Ricky. So any more than them is great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, but it's so I love fun. Jesse and Ricky. <laughs> I well, and the thing that I, you know, just as as like Josh was saying, you know, we've been listening to a ton of podcasts, and there is usually it's almost like a learning curve, right? Because you a lot of people, a lot of indie podcasters, right, are clearly somebody that went, "Hey, I'm going to start a podcast," and they don't I have do a this. studio, they don't have this giant budget, you know, so they're like, "Okay, I'm going to buy a microphone and this, that, and the other thing." And that comes across a lot. I mean, and I'm not here begrudging people, right? Like, put your show out. The number one thing you can do with your podcast is make it. Because yep. that's the first step. And you will get better if you keep doing it. And and going back and listening through a lot of um, back catalogs, you hear that general improvement. But with your show, it's, it's like Josh was saying, that I think that pre-built relationship that you have with your brother I think that that really facilitates the way that you guys talk about everything because the thing that I noticed or the thing that I, I guess, felt that the thing that really got into my soul when I was listening to you guys was like, this is a hundred percent positivity. I can hear you. I can hear your smiles, right? Like I can hear <laughs> that your, your vowels change when you smile and I can hear that. And I can hear that you all are like, chomping at the bit for your next piece because like specifically during the bracket episode you're defending <laughs> the different polkas and i was picking you know okay i definitely side with this host because they picked the correct polka i am totally down and then as i had the same experience you did as soon as people started giving their arguments i was like oh i'm suddenly very less confident in my immediate yeah. like off the top of my head choices and like what a wonderful thing to be able to argue about and change your mind about and like form an opinion on right because it's so positive and happy and fluffy and like non-impactful as far as like <laughs> it, it's not like a decision that's going to haunt you right but it's yeah. like you really can put some time and thought into this and I think the thing that I love the most about your show and then I promise I'll let one of you guys talk is that <laughs> <laughs> I love this don't do no this is fine I'm getting a little like verklempt anyway so keep talking about me please <laughs> it's <laughs> Well, like when you, you know, when yes. you at the end of that episode in particular, you guys were talking about like, you know, this is why we do Weird Al because Weird Al is positivity and he's nice and he's showing it's cool to be kind, you know, and he's got 
subversion in his humor that's a little bit darker than you thought it was the first time you heard it and you know there's all these layers to its multifaceted experience and you know beyond that just the longevity of this one artist truly creating so many different kinds of art and in such a positive way like and and for your your relationship with your brother to come through in like the same creative positive funny snarky slightly subversive <laughs> very weird owl way is just an accomplishment beyond like i was saying your branding and marketing makes me jealous because it's effortless because it is you guys the essence of what weird owl is is creativity and positivity and that's you that's your show so it's like if Weird Al was going to have a show, like if he was going to pay somebody to make him a branded show for products, it would be your show, right? Oh. And then he would just start selling his merch there. I would think <laughs> like I as I'm listening to it, I'm like, this is t like top 10 favorite podcasts I've ever heard in my life. And I'm oh my 40 God. minutes in. Like, it's, it's like, oh, it hit, so well, and that's why I started following you on Twitter because I was like, look at that name it's like pencil vester <laughs> right like look at that name and i was like i have to know more about this and i just started you know and then of course you see the potter family right everybody's like very supportive and retweeting and liking and i'm like it just i i i made that post about tag somebody whose success brings you joy and i tagged you guys in that because like yes. i don't know you i've never met you before 20 minutes ago like i just got to listening to your show today and i feel awful because i should have been listening my whole life you know it's like it's it, it was like i just love to see a bastion of positivity and happy creativity being supported by people that are looking for that so thank you for putting your show into the world and being who you guys are i mean oh my I, God. I really can't say anything else <laughs> seriously i'm crying thank you so much i mean that's like that's all my brother and I like ever really wanted to do and be was <laughs> Weird Al was such an important part of, of us growing up. Um, but our fandom of Weird Al was also one of the things that growing up, we kind of kept like inside because yeah. you, you, you get labeled a nerd, you get made fun of, you know, and that's not, that's not what you want. You know, we were already in the marching band. We already had it in for us, you know, and, <laughs> and, and so we didn't want to compound it any further <laughs> with, yeah. with our weird owl bullshit, you know? So yeah. we, we, we enjoyed him in the privacy of our home. You know, my fondest memories of growing up are summer times outside with our big black boom box listening to Weird Al swimming in the pool. Like that was summertime for me was blasting Weird Al to the neighborhood, hoping like the old people next door didn't complain and just having <laughs> a great time. And once like once I was in like my my mid to late 20s and I think my brother was probably around, you know, the same age. We were both just like you know what? Who cares what people think anymore? Like we're not hurting anybody with any of this. We're yeah. just kind of owning something that we like. And that thing that we like is actually pretty great. And so we just kind of, I just, you know, I just rolled with it. I have gone to, you know, since I moved to Florida, 
I've dragged people like almost literally to Weird Al concerts <laughs> with me that like just because I didn't want to go by myself like I would have gone right. by myself I don't care but I'm like no I'm buying two tickets so you know I've taken people to see Weird Al shows with me who've like aren't Weird Al fans but are like you know into music and then they right. watch oh. they watch his yeah. band and Weird oh Al's my. band has been with him since the early 80s nobody has left they are so tight they're so in sync yeah. with each other it's one of the best like and actual his, live music shows you're ever going to see that stage their performance is incredible. Yeah. They're sure. those musicians are masterful. Like mm-hmm. virtuoso uh, level. Virtu- <laughs> uh, Steve J. No, I'm not sorry. Steve J is the bassist. Jim West, uh, Weird Al's guitarist actually won a Grammy this year for a solo <gasps> work that he did in uh bluegrass. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. We have a, I have a me. I have a question regarding Grammys later on in our uh, Weird Al trivia section. Josh you, has Weird but, Al uh, trivia. Oh, so dear. my first, <laughs> Six. My, I've been I've been to uh, one show. I went uh, with um, friend of the network, Luke. He's well, the one that introduced me to Weird Al. Luke and is it the was, one too. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was I think my first Weird Al album was running with scissors and okay. um, and then my and then it went backward from there because i mentioned it to my dad <laughs> and my dad went the guy from dr demento and i was yeah. like no dad he's a yeah. he's got long curly hair uh he's got glasses and he's like yeah i know who that is and i'm like how do you know who that is so my dad is a musician right he's a bassist so he was like oh he's Weird Al goes way further back than you do, son. Like, so then, you know, he, he, because he was a musician, he had that respect of like, you know, yeah, they're goofy songs, but that's not an easy thing to do and make it sound that good every well, single time without time. fail. Mm-hmm. Now, I will admit, um, I sometimes have problems with moderation. So when I discovered Weird Al, I went like, <laughs> hardcore, you know, like, yeah, like I had a problem. And um it's not a problem. It's, well, and you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Yeah, I know. You went for it. <laughs> like I stopped focusing on other things. Um which you know, in retrospect, I'm very grateful for because most of that stuff is like locked in the back of my head and in the bottom of my heart forever now. Like like your brother was saying, sometimes when I listen to Metallica, I'm waiting for the Weird Al polka transition <laughs> into the next song, and I get upset when I don't hear it. That happens yeah. to me. That happens yeah. to me. And yeah. like, I where is it? And here's the other thing: my wife, bless her soul, okay, she's a saint. I don't think she's heard the correct words to any of her favorite songs for probably eight years. Like. Ever, it's I I I cannot sing the correct words. I have to attempt to not even to weird out it or to like give it a theme. You know, I just have to sing different words than what is there. But they have to fit the meter and they have to fit the rhyme scheme. Otherwise, and I'm just talking nonsense, right? Yeah. So, of course. <clears throat> yeah. It. Uh, what I'm trying to say, I guess, is Weird Al. He really does. Like you said on, I don't remember if it was the bracket episode or the episode I listened to after. But it was like, you were talking about how he just brings people together. And it's mm-hmm. like this empathy handshake, right? It's like a um, yes. it's like an, a coded empathy thing you can do. 
So like you can just look at somebody and go, hey, um, Weird Al. And if they're like, yeah, Weird Al, then you can just be like, that's a person I can trust. That's a person I can leave my car keys with. That's a person I can ask a favor of. That's a person that I don't have to watch my back around. Like, mm-hmm. I know this person has empathy and I know that this person is willing to laugh at absurd things and is probably okay with me using humor to diffuse ridiculous situations. Yeah. So it's, I mean, there's so much coded into just somebody liking Weird Al. And it's uh-huh. like, to hear you guys talking about things that I never knew I lacked the words for was like, it was like this mini revelation of like, <laughs> oh, there's a whole cult of this and I want to be part of it. Like, I'm so happy to have this access point now. Thank you. Yeah, the uh, the episode you're talking about is when I had uh, Ryan Luis Rodriguez from the Cool Coolness yes. Chronicles on. We were talking yes. about the the Weird Al show. Ryan is awesome. He- I if I could just really quickly jump in and say, Ryan, I don't know you. I've never listened to your show, The Coolness Chronicles, but I am going to. You mentioned Weird Al, Mystery Science Theater three thousand, and like five other nerd important things to me in that one episode with lauren so watch out you've got listens incoming go ahead Lauren. yeah well you know what pay attention because i think at the end of april there's going to be an episode with me talking about blazing saddles <laughs> oh, yes. God. excuse me while i whip this out <laughs> yes yeah. one of the wow that's a that's a fun one to talk about in this day and age um for <laughs> last, I will oh, tell you, sir. I bet, we, I bet. I'm tired. Was there oh, was there ever he, a where the white woman at? <laughs> yeah, no, it happened. I mean, we, yeah, it's got it's, it's got to happen. Yeah. It's one of those movies where you're like, the 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 older the movie gets, right? Oh. The longer your explanation of it before you show it to somebody you care about has to become yep. <laughs> like, okay, trust me, this is cutting edge, very, very subversive. Like everyone's in on all the jokes, I promise. <laughs> like, don't yeah. worry, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's like every time I try fantastic. and introduce Ace Venture to some, something like someone. Oh new, my like, God. You know? I'm actually, <laughs> I'm going to be on, uh, Oh, oh my gosh! I'm gonna be on um the crooked the crooked table podcast. Um, we're not. I haven't recorded it yet, but he's doing a whole little bit on Ace Ventura, and he asked me to be on because my last name is Carrie, and uh, he said, you know, you should be on when I talk Ace Ventura about Jim Carrey, and I was like, okay, he's got the extra R in his last name, but we accept him anyway as a Carrie. Um, <laughs> And he's Canadian. He's Canadian. Yes, he is Canadian. Um, He's the Canadian carry. That's where the extra R comes in. Uh, You didn't think it would have French or something. I was going to say, you think it would have an extra A in it. A, you know. um, So (laughs) I had a question. Go ahead. (laughs) Who who discovered Weird Al first between you and your brother? Uh, It happened at the same time uh, because our dad. Um, before we were born, got Weird Al's first album on cassette tape from the Columbia Record Club. Wow, that's yeah. cool. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, he was a Weird Al fan the whole entire time. The first album that my brother and I really came to appreciate was Bad Hair Day in 1996. 
Um, but that was mostly just like an age thing when we were both like, oh, you know, mm -hmm. Amish Paradise came out. Our uncle, our our dad's identical twin brother took our cousin to see Weird Al on that tour. And we heard about it and we're like, who's this Weird Al guy, you know? And so they got Bad Hair Day for us and we listened to it and our minds were just collectively blown <laughs> um by this you know i was uh, i was like 11 or 12 and so my brother was 9 or 10 and we were just like oh my god oh my god <laughs> did you guys and have the experience that i had <clears throat> so my first like i told you my first album of his was running with scissors mm -hmm. and so when i found out there were other albums i was almost like there's there's kind of no way though right that any of them are the same quality like it is they can't all be this good right there's no way and i was hesitant to try another weird al album and i think bad hair day was the next one because my dad was big into michael jackson and was like here's your next one and and i was again blown away but did you guys have that experience of like maybe being worried or were you guys like nope this is all perfect here we go no, no. And because of the way it worked out for us. Uh, so we got Bad Hair Day. We listened to that. We devoured that. We loved that. And that's when our dad came in with the cassette tape that we could put into the cassette deck on the boombox that also had the CD player. And he was like, hey, kids, there's more. And nice. So at the time, we had what was Weird Al's most uh, recent release and then his very first one. So those were our first two was the newest and the oldest. So we had the bookends and then we just had to fill in the middle and we loved the first album. And the first album is so different yeah. from anything yeah. after. Cause the first album is like all accordion, all, you know, all really like. It's his version it, of grungy. It's, it's, it's a, his it's version a punk of a album. garage record. Yeah. It's a punk <laughs> album. Yeah. Cause it's Absolutely. like hit uh, the song off of, um, what I like to call Weird Al's self-titled debut album uh, was that that I like to live my life by. That's kind of like my personal mantra is I'll be mellow <laughs> when I'm dead. Um, you know, it's like, I don't care about your karma. I don't care about what's hip. No space cadet's going to tell me what to do. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I don't care about what's hip. And no space cadet's going to tell me what to do. Like, I won't swim in your jacuzzi. You can't make me settle down. I'd rather kick and jump and bite and scratch and scream until I'm blue. And yeah. I'm like, that's me, you guys. Me. Like, that's <laughs> me. And I, so, like, we had all of those. And then we just started filling in the blanks in between the bookends that we had. And so, like, no, we didn't have that. This couldn't possibly be as good because we had two solid examples Too that couldn't be any more different yeah. yeah and it was like oh this man is like a, a genius and my brother and i when we were when we were kids after we had uh you know discovered weird al um we were in like a, a summer reading program at the local library yeah and at the end of the summer they did a talent show oh, and yes. my brother and i did a pantomime performance of ricky where yes. i was lucy and he was ricky and i will tell you this much i didn't leave that town 
until, you know, well after college. Um, but I would still go to that library when I was in college. And so we're talking 10, 15 years between, you know, when the talent show happened and the last time I went to that library, every time I would go into that library, one of the librarians would say, Oh, you were so funny as Lucy. I'm like, <laughs> that's so cool. I mean, you, it, it okay. is cool. I always yeah. wanted to do Albuquerque for a talent show. I just, Josh, just because I was going to say, okay, so in Colorado, there's a town called Red Feather and it's way, way up in the mountains. It's all cabins and stuff like that. My dad's band got a gig in Red Feather with um, Dan Crow, who wrote um, the, well, he wrote a lot of music. He wrote Aples and Bananas, first of all, but he also wrote. <laughs> the the theme song to milo and otis they're gonna take a walk outside today so they okay. got a gig playing with him in red feather colorado at this tiny little bar and i was big in my weird al phase i was also very big in my everybody look at me phase and i asked my dad i was like hey can i do a weird al song on stage which is like the height of 12 11 12 year old hubris right like no you can't just walk onto the stage and do a performance um but i have but, a yeah, very loving supportive family and my dad talked to the band and they were like put him up there as soon as he's done we'll give him a cut of what we get and it'll make his whole life right <laughs> so they gave me like a 20 dollars tip or something but i walked up on stage and i did every last syllable of albuquerque from start <laughs> to finish no mistakes all the way through oh, wow which my dad and uh, his yeah. bandmates and my mother thought was hilarious. I'm sure nobody else in that bar was having a good time, right? They were like, why the hell is there a kid on stage talking, screaming about weasel? <laughs> what is happening? It's been, yeah, it's been 10 and a half minutes. Why is this <laughs> happening to us? But they yeah. gave, but so afterward, my dad and his band are like standing around that. in their cowboy hats, you know, holding guitars. And they're like, here's your cut, son. And it was like, I like, I'm almost crying right now talking about it. But it was just like, it was this hugely formative, very cool experience. It put it, you know, cemented in my head, like, okay, I need people to pay attention when I talk. Uh, I ended up acting in high school. Now I have a podcast and a YouTube show. So like mission accomplished. Yeah. Um, but it, it was like, it was this very formative moment for me. And once again, who was there? Who was part of that? Weird Al Yankovic, Weird Al right? Yankovic. He was there in that room. Mm -hmm. I feel Weird Al in this bar tonight, right? Like <laughs> it was, it was like, it was just this almost transcendent moment for me. And I'm, I'm so happy to have somebody that I can share that with outside of Josh that will really understand like the level of fuzzies I'm talking about here. So thank you for giving me an outlet for that, Lauren. <laughs> Oh, you're so welcome. I like to call myself a weird alvangelist. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and by the way, so normally, we call... what? Oh, I was Go gonna ahead. say we call his albums weird albums. So every time you were saying yes. weird al album, I was like, it's just a weird album. There was uh, okay, so there was something. <laughs> I, I, I I'm really glad that you pointed that out because I do that. We have a. a uh, twist my arm network group chat where we talk about hey here's the next show idea what do you guys think about this and anytime somebody does that thing with two words i'll go all right how did you miss this word which smashes <laughs> those two words together so i really appreciate 
being held to account for that because I'm also the person that does that. <laughs> yeah, we do it all the time. And speaking of of weird albums, out Thank of you. so out of the <laughs> there's this guy has been around for so long. I mean, his first, like you said, the uh, the self titled Weird Al. Boom. Weird Al's self-titled <laughs> debut album. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Okay, cool. That's the name of this podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Beard Al podcast self-titled debut podcast. <laughs> um, so out of the 14 Weird Albums, what would you say is the one that you have listened to the most and maybe the one that you've introduced to people the most like when you're like you have to hear weird al like you have to understand why i like him so much what is the album that you will show people oh i mean it depends on the person's age uh yep where i would go and the person and and the person but for me personally obviously the one i've listened to the most is bad hair day because that was our first one and we we wore it out you know uh but a lot of it would depend on the person. So if I wanted to get somebody into Weird Al that didn't appreciate Weird Al, first of all, I'd need to know what their musical tastes were. And I would cultivate a Weird Al playlist based off of that. Because Weird Al covers all, as Alex Trebek would have said, he covers all genres. Oh, rest in peace. You, it, you guys... You use the term um, when describing how you came up with your bracket, your weird algorithm. Like, <laughs> you guys are too good. You're too good. It's not fair. If it makes you feel any better, my day job is in um, internet marketing. So, yeah. I, uh, so I you have that. a leg I up you being, on I things. You being for sure. really very good at that. For yeah. Sure. yeah, that's yeah. what I did. Yeah, I I do that. Um, and so I decided to use my my powers for myself as well. So, <laughs> yeah, why not? It's like, you know, when you're when you're good at something, I mean, that the Joker says never do it for free. But like, you know, when you're good at something, just do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, <laughs> how I explain the if you know, if you're looking for the Beard Owl podcast online, obviously we're on all of the places, but. I like to think that the way I try and do at least the Twitter is I'm basically just me turned up like past 11, you know, like yeah. what you see on the Beard Owl podcast Twitter. That's that's just that's me being me just like really loudly. That's <laughs> all it is. I really do think that that comes through. Like, I, I don't mean to like come across as some kind of like beard owl fanboy right because like i said i'm two episodes in but like i'm i'm in love and and <laughs> it comes across on your twitter feed that it's that there's just a you know wonderfully effusively bright person behind this and she's out here showing love like i've never seen anything negative on your twitter feed like <laughs> you, you're like i have to go get a shot today i'm gonna wear a weird owl shirt which by the way <laughs> lauren has worn a weird owl shirt every day of 2021 <laughs> and will continue to do so like this is not a hobby can i, can I see the lauren. weird outfit okay, you're wearing right now i got i gotta see lauren's the one you're wearing now. profession oh this is, this, that's, 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 amish, that's amish paradise yeah no yes, this is, is actually from the apocalypse tour oh okay okay so that's from yes 
that album was fun. <laughs> yeah, that's not one of our favorites because it does have some real clunkers on it. It's got some good. Is that the one that had White and Nerdy on it? No, that was straight out of Linwood from 2006. Okay, that's right. Which yeah, is right. stellar. Jeez, stellar. that one was so good. It was the first. It was the first time that I got to hear Weird Al say two different consecutive Star Trek references in the same song. And I was like, I mean, if you can't tell by my background, I was like, I'm hooked. So, like, I, so, this is, so yeah. you've you've said that you you've worn a Weird Al shirt every day for 2021, yes. which is awesome. Have you for so in every podcast you do, you drink a beer, right? Yep. Do you drink a different beer for every one of your podcasts? Oh, or yeah. Yeah. It's uh, different every single time. Yeah. Because we try and pair the, the the beer with the Weird Al song as one might pair a wine with a with a fine meal. Cheese. Um, oh, yeah. meal, yes. <laughs> or whatever. Wine with food, whatever that food might be. Yes. Uh, so sometimes our pairings are very flimsy. Uh, in the episode that came out uh, April 2nd, we talked about the song off of bad hair day i remember larry and mm. that's all about pranks and stuff like that uh and one of the lines in that song is uh all those brownies he made with the x-lax inside and so i had a i had a coffee porter on that time, <laughs> on that episode oh because right. um uh, you know lax makes you poop yeah. and so do coffee yeah. so that was my pairing yeah. but then sometimes our pairings are much more nuanced and clever uh oh gosh Definitely. my brother had my like, brother had one that was like the perfect. first episode the night santa went crazy with mad elf uh yeah yeah we were pretty pleased with that I mean, that the, was like that, our christmas pretty perfect so, <laughs> i think yeah. the the halloween episode was a good one too oh yeah, I, yeah we had a fun time with that one which and ironically guess... enough was episode 13 did anything weird happen during that episode did you have any weird like technical difficulties while recording episode 13 for a halloween special uh yeah it was uh me not having the correct mic input and being really mad at myself afterwards Ooh. um yeah but i had some fun with like you know voice effects and things like that so because it was halloween so i was like yeah whatever yeah. it's fine <laughs> um, we've been pretty we've been pretty good since then um the the episode that came out april 2nd like i said with i remember larry i played the theme song backwards at the outro because <laughs> of that backwards bit in the outro of i remember larry and yeah. it freaked my brother out when he listened to it because i do all the editing and all that stuff my oh, brother's yeah. like oh, right. he's like that backwards theme song that was good that was good and i'm like <laughs> got me got me good <laughs> yeah he's like got him got him yeah he's like ah that's funny yeah i just feel like yeah i feel like some crazy things happen with podcasts sometimes i did a conspiracy episode once where we talked about some pretty deep conspiracies you know and uh when i recorded and uploaded it it came out like fuzzy like mm -hmm. everything was i had to delete that episode because it was like you couldn't hear anything so when quality. i when yeah. i edited that thing it was pitch perfect when it went online after a day of being online it was like <laughs> it was That's really weird. really weird but because you know. and you know what's funny about it like i'm i'm 
let me just put this out there. I'm not a conspiracy nut like at all. Um, <laughs> I love isn't conspiracy. that exactly what they would do to somebody who is trying to expose conspiracies? Podcast? <laughs> they would mess with your episode. And then so that when you talked about it, you sound crazy, right? Yeah. Like that's, that is what they would do. So there's like, it's we've a, got it's you over here. I'm taking lose. crazy pills. Yeah, it's a lose lose for you. There's no, the, you don't, you don't come back from that. Yeah. So, what's, uh, okay, what's so... been your what's been your favorite beer so far out of all the episodes you've done? It's been oh, it's been a few now. It's been a few. Oh my god. Uh, thirty you know, twenty three. <laughs> twenty three regular episodes. I do a lot of what I call my very special episodes, where because um, my brother Ooh. can only. Yeah, my brother can only commit to like every other week, but I'm like, no, I want to put out content every week because I'm a podcaster. <laughs> and so I have I guests on. <laughs> I'm a podcaster. This is what I do. Oh, gosh, listen uh, to my show. <laughs> did Patrick Mahomes just come on our show? Is Patrick Mahomes here? <laughs> I win a no, Super Bowl, that... you guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's uh, Kermit the Frog here. And, uh, oh my god, another celebrity. <laughs> That's even better. Too many guests <laughs> in one show, you guys. If we could just, if we could give Lauren her space, please, you guys. We'll Heard it. Kermit, Patrick. Rainbow just... Connection. The lovers. <laughs> the dreamers. And me. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> but every every other week I have what I call our very special episodes where I have, you know, other people from the podcast community come on and talk a weird owl topic basically of their choice, as long as it's not a song, because the songs are what you know John and I do together. That's kind of our backbone of the show. But the other weeks, if somebody just wants to like shoot the shit about Weird Owl with me, I'm down for it. You know, whenever. Very so cool. hey, as we say on our show, hey loyal commenters commenting in the comments. Um, if you want to, if you want to comment and come on the Beard Owl podcast, talk about Weird Owl, feel free. Shoot me a message. Do all that stuff. Um, we'll get you on the on the schedule because I love having you know conversations with people about Weird Owl. And that's Heck yeah, yeah. Hey, hit me right? up. I'm down. Yeah, well, like I'm seriously, down to go on other shows. So, well, and Be the on, other thing that down. I really liked was you had. I don't know if there was an event that you ran where you would ask for. Uh, fan tributes and you you were saying i gotta sneak this one in because i'd left it off but that was mm -hmm. really cool like it it was just like a, a you know a two or three minute um yeah like a voice voice memo from a fan saying like hey here's my connection you know this is part of my story with weird al and it was i was just like that's such a cool way to share the show right because the the love of weird al is so pervasive and and true in the hearts of people yeah. that have it right it's wild listening to your show makes me makes me go why didn't i start a weird owl podcast and you've given that outlet so people can just call you and go hey here's my thoughts and then and then they're there it's like i just i think the everything that you guys are doing with your show is great and you should keep it up like i don't i, I do. don't know how else to say that like do you love marvel but are tired of hearing cheeto stained white guys talk about it are you hoping to see the X-Men and Avengers face off? Do you secretly want to be Jessica Jones or Daisy Johnson? Or do you want to be with Valkyrie? If so, you've found your new favorite podcast. We're your hosts, Madam Chris and Madam Amy, and we are here to give you the commentary you want. Marvel, minus the mansplaining. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at themarvelousmadams.com. Madams, assemble. 
that's the whole problem right. with um right like this whole this there's whole so thing much. is there's, there's so, so much, much and there's so many podcasters that I love yes. connecting with on Twitter but there's just not enough time to mm-hmm. give everybody the attention that they definitely you know deserve to listen yes. to yeah um and like well, I, I said, appreciate you coming on this show for sure and giving us <laughs> a little bit of time a day because I, yeah. this has been an incredible interview and a oh, really so, fun conversation. Yeah. So I've had a blast. I absolutely have had such a good time. And I mean, uh, again, anytime I can be a weird owl evangelist is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if there's one episode of your podcast oh, that you me, want someone. Let me, let me chapstick up for this. <laughs> where's Where's the goodbye horses song? <laughs> um. But if, if there was one episode of your podcast that you are the most proud of, that you want people to listen to, which one would it be? Oh, you know, it would probably be the one um, that came out on New Year's Day of 2021. And that's the one that uh, Jesse was uh, alluding to with people sharing their experiences with Weird Al. Because I put together a big compilation episode uh, with people doing all of those things. And the, the oh, one that you cool. heard was... Um, yeah, there were two I forgot, so I put them at halftime in our bracket episodes because I felt like a big like idiot. I was like, I'm so sorry, I forgot yours. Um, yeah, the VV special episode. My VV special episode. Yeah, that's that's John language. He likes to call things like VV, you know, VV good. This is VV special. And I'm like, okay, John. Very, very. I get it. Yeah. So, so there's that. Um, but the reason John and I have some good conversation at the beginning and the end of that, we have some great contributions from a lot of people in the podcasting community the some of the bumpers between people talking were done by a musician named summer woods who she's a multi-instrumentalist who does uh weird owl covers just on piano like classical piano so she did a couple that we played in between there and weird owl has actually uh retweeted her doing piano covers and the tweet with which I shared that episode was liked by oh, one oh. Alfred Matthew Yankovic on wow. Twitter. And Dang. so that's congratulations. When is when's Weird Al gonna be on your show? Have you tweeted at him yet and been like, "Hey, man"? Uh... I tweeted him a lot. Um, not not a lot, not a lot. No, seriously, actually, not a lot. <laughs> oh, um, every day. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, here's the thing, because he he knows that we exist because if you go to weirdal.com and go to the news page on weirdal.com. There's an entry on the news page about podcasts about Weird Al, and we are listed there. So Weird Al knows we exist. Oh, wow. So I don't feel the need to hound him um, because he knows we're there. And I don't want to. You're a better person than we are, Lauren. Well, (laughs) yeah, I was going to say because anytime he would be, I mean, I guess you guys are still kind of fairly new at this, but I think once he starts touring again, and anytime he's down in. In your neck of the woods, you should be like, "Hey, man, uh, uh, I'm coming to your show. You want to meet me in my car, and we can do an interview." <laughs> uh, Maybe not well, your car, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. I, I mean, in the next time he's in my neck that, of the right. woods, I'm going to go. I'm going to get the VIP pass again, and this time I'm not going to cry uh, <laughs> when I'm <laughs> when I meet him. <laughs> I've told this story on my show a couple of times and on other shows, but I'm going to give you the abridged version. Long story short, 
Please do. The last Weird Al concert I went to, I had front row seats. I got the VIP package. I went with my buddy Jonathan from the Trivial Warfare podcast. And, you know, we went, we had a great time. We go backstage. Weird Al bought us pizza. Yeah, there was pizza there for everybody. So I could say, Weird Al bought me pizza. Um, (laughs) And then you know you're in a line waiting to go meet him do the little photo op and get the autograph and all that stuff and i get up to weird al and i think i was like so overwhelmed like he could see it in my face and weird al yankovic actually looked me in the eye and he goes are you okay Aww. What and a I'm wonderful like, person i know and i'm like yeah <laughs> no i am i love you so much i don't know and so they they took my picture and it was really bad because i was like overwhelmed so they were nice enough to take another one so i have like a decent Aww. picture and that's awesome i got my autograph and i kind of blacked out after that um <laughs> <laughs> thank god jonathan was driving because i was just like Oh my god, I just met right now. Catatonic. <laughs> yeah. And so I want to do the VIP experience again and be like Hello, human. Mr. Yankovic. You may remember me from the last time <laughs> I was considerably less composed the last time that we met, and I would like to apologize for that. May I please shake your hand, sir? I hope you yep. enjoy your time here in our fine county. Thank you. You gotta, you gotta have like a piece of notebook paper that you take out of your pocket with a speech on it that you just read. Yeah. <laughs> excuse I, excuse I think, me. Yeah, I think you should still be sobbing though. Like, Mister, I probably Yanko, won't be able to. My help name it. is Lauren. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would be I bawling. I'd be. Yeah, yeah I, there's I there's a be... couple people that if I met I would definitely have and a hard he's, time yeah. like, he's... keeping my composure. Yeah, it was like I was just so I was so overwhelmed, and I shouldn't have been because like I I, I was like six inches away from him during the concert because he was dancing through right. the crowd during Packy, and like I was up there like dancing in front of the front row, and he danced right past me, and I've got video of this. I actually just posted it on Twitter pretty recently, and. Like Weird Al passes me, and I look back at Jonathan, who's taking the video, and I'm like, "Oh my god, he was right out. he was right there!" Oh my god. And you can see in my face that I'm just like, ah! and yeah. I don't know, I don't like, I I don't know, I don't know what happens to me. Like, I I love everything that he does, and I can talk about his stuff pretty. You know, pretty eloquently, eloquently and intelligently. But then when like he's right in front of my face, I'm like, <laughs> words, hello. I can't. I yeah. I think that I, that I think that that might be. I'm just gonna add it to my list of favorite things about Lauren, right? Because like, <laughs> it's a topic that you know, it's a thing you've discussed, you know, ad nauseum. And still, when the man is in front of you, you can't help but break down because of the level of appreciation that you have. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, I think the thing, okay, this is the last time I'm going to say this. I think (laughs) the thing that I love about your podcast is that it really is, sometimes people are looking for permission to really enjoy who they are, right? Like, I just want to know that it's okay to like Weird Al. Like you were saying when you're growing up, I just want to know that that doesn't make me a loser or a nerd or whatever it is. And you know <laughs> yeah. that, you know, now, now that you're an adult, you know that. But it's like, I think as adults, it can be hard for us sometimes to go, hey, it's 
good and normal and healthy to want, seek out, and enjoy whimsical things that that are positive and happy, you know? Like, yep. so especially, especially right now, to have a, a hour-plus-long show of people going, I give you permission to be happy. I give you permission to enjoy the things you enjoy. I give you permission to fully lose yourself in the happiness that this brings you. That's essential right yeah. now. We're essential so workers. You guys, you guys are providing essential work. That's all there is. Thank you. I just like yeah. knocked my microphone into my face. That's so why I try you... not to like lean into it. I'm always <laughs> way too far back. <laughs> I have a nice sturdy stand that just won't move. Like when I hit, it hurts my face when I hit it because it doesn't move. <laughs> oh, um, but yes, I just, it's, it's one of those things like you guys have, it's one of those nice things to find, you know, Thank it, you. It, it, on Twitter, it's hard to search to, to sort through, like you were saying, the 100 podcasts that you find out about so every much. day that you really want to listen to like yeah. i saw the name of your show and was like that's definitely for me and i know it and i feel like that might be why i didn't jump in at that instant right because i was like it was like weird out i was like i'm gonna love everything these people do i don't need to just binge it all right now but unfortunately i started so now i'm gonna binge it all so well, thank you, better you. please enjoy up. Yeah, I need weekly content, Lauren. So we, we yeah, well, there's stuff comes out yeah. every week. <laughs> we have some fun stuff happening. Um, we're gonna have our mom on for Mother's Day weekend and our Ooh, dad oh. on for Father's Day weekend. Oh, they've each picked it. a Weird Al song to discuss with us. Um, That's great. When when is this coming out? This will be out Tuesday. This will be out Tuesday. Um, we have a we have a pretty good schedule with the TMA Network. Monday. Okay, cool. Monday we release SBI, Tuesday we release TMA, Wednesday we release MCM. And I was then, just wondering like time cuz yeah. I record like way ahead of schedule because it's just me editing things I so wish. I tell people like I'm sorry I like we're I recording this and then uh it's yeah. this is going to be out in 5 weeks. Thank you. Um, I talk too I much really about wish. current things. <laughs> yeah, and see yeah. so we don't like Weird Al is evergreen, man. But anyway, so okay, then uh Listen to our most recent episode where we have our cousin Brian on and we're talking about uh, the Weird Al yeah. song Jurassic Park. Yeah, that, that uh, one was fun. That one was a lot of fun. So <laughs> that's fun. Um, yeah, and I've got some cool guests. I loved the, the epic rap battles of history. Oh, Tim episode. is dope. You My guest on that, Tim, is the well. best. And also epic rap battles of history is one of my favorite pastimes. Oh, yeah. And I remember that Weird Al one with that. That's actually him, too. Right. On yes. that show with them. OK. Yes. Because I think. Yeah, I just that whole web series with them is incredible. And then yeah. bringing him on there to do like what he did. I don't know. You got you guys breakdown of I don't even know how to weird Eminem basically is what weird, I call basically. Him. Because, oh, well, we've like, got. Yeah. we've got more we've got an upcoming episode uh end of april called yo weird Al raps and yes, yes. <laughs> yeah i've got tim back on talking about weird Al rapping and he comes in with math like numbers wow. that uh nice. yeah so oh, that's great that's wonderful like a like a words per minute thing because i know uh -huh. Eminem had held a record for that for a yeah, while we've got still... yeah oh Eminem still does but we may have disproven it 
I, I think just you know, so I can tweet it, the shit out of Eminem. <laughs> no, honestly, just listening to it, you're like, there's no way that's the most or the fastest. Like, yeah. it's I think, I think a lot and it's done, quick. Um, yeah, stuff. like it's. Anyways, I can't wait to listen to Lauren's episode yeah. of the Beer yeah, Now podcast absolutely. about it personally. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> um, are you ready for some weird out trivia? You've already answered some of these questions that. Oh that damn! Here, sure, but there, but but it's gonna it's. I just found a couple of different things. There there might be a, a couple weird ones you don't know, but I'm not trying to stump you by any means, but I just wanted to to just kind of test your your weird <laughs> You're just about to see algo knowledge. <laughs> that was terrible. That was so terrible. weird weird Al- altitude. Altitude, yeah. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Perfect. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honored. Thank you. Oh, I like that. All right. What's Weird Al's real name? Alfred Matthew Yankovic. Born Correct. October 23rd, 1959 in Linwood, California. I got, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, won't ask the age question. Jesus. <laughs> what did Weird Al start playing first? What? The instrument? The accordion. Instrument, yes. Okay, perfect. Okay. Hey, these are the easy ones. According to me, <laughs> accordion to you, he's not which, great at it, Lauren. Which, and and this, I don't know, this one probably already got mentioned, but this radio personality played a key role in Al's career. Doctor Dementa, who actually this past week just turned eighty years old, he did. Um, I, what song? When did you he mentioned play that, I first, it. you guys said something about him being around, and I was oh, like, yeah. "Are you serious?" Yeah, <laughs> I'm still was, alive. I'm so. I have glad. his wiki page. Yeah, uh, April April second, nineteen forty one. Yep. <laughs> wow. So, what song did Doctor Doctor Demento play on his comedy show first? Which song did he play on his comedy show first? Uh, which oh. Which Weird Al song did he play first on Doctor Demento's comedy show? Uh, that. I, now I just watched Weird Al uh, with Jay Leno um, on Jay Leno's show that's on CNN um, in the car, and he said that he sent a recording of a song that he wrote when he was 16 years old called Belvedere Cruisin'. Boom! <laughs> nice. Wow. <laughs> nice. Yes, that is that is exactly what it is, Belvedere Cruisin', and it was um, about his parents' can... 1966 pa- the... yep. Belvedere. Exactly. Yep. I know. I'm good, right? Okay. Dude, that's not the only right I, for it. It's I only got three right. more. I mean, I expected this. I fully expected this. Um, what was Weird Al's first top ten Billboard single? Uh, his first top ten Billboard single, uh, "White and Nerdy." Ooh, nice, nice, nice. Okay. Ian really? went to number one in Australia. <laughs> that's seems- okay. Like a crime. That <laughs> is, yeah, one. it is. Yeah, I also thought that I was like, "Wow, that's that's very interesting." That that was the first one to be in the top ten. He's had many in they the must, top hundred, but they not must the top measure 10. him differently. I bet they you they handicap him or something. That's yes. oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's a ridiculously like unfair weird altitude. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's just I think it's I think it's exclusionary. Really, mm. just I don't appreciate it. They need to be a little more weird altruistic, you know? Yeah. 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 They need to. But you know how big corporations are. I know. 
I, okay. I ran out of them. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. Me too. I was Thank just you. waiting. I was just waiting because I couldn't think of anything. Good. <laughs> Go How ahead many with Grammys? your trivial. How many trivial. Grammys? How many Grammys has Weird Al won? I think six. Four. Four. Okay. Yeah. I was giving him too much credit. That's okay. That's okay. I was been, giving him the credit he deserves. He was nominated. I was gonna say four, eleven times. 14. Yeah, he was nominated. Let me a stop lot. you right. Eleven. Okay, good record. You made a good record, but Running with Scissors was album of the year. Right. <laughs> so. right? Awesome. Well, I think like oh, here's the thing: man. there was a period of time there with the Grammys when the P. best. P. Diddy com- instead of Kanye. <laughs> Well, there was oh, a, yeah. there was a period of time when the best comedy album did uh, the the Grammy. It did not include like musical comedy albums. It was only like spoken right, word comedy. So stand up. So he was like not eligible for for a lot of those in that particular yeah. category. So he probably should have and would have and could have won more. But okay. And yeah. and like I said, they're measuring him differently. They handicapped him. Yep. That's that's exactly what that is. Because otherwise, it so would it be unfair. It's like why they yep. kicked Dimebag Daryl out of all the guitar contests in Texas, right? They're like, sorry, it's just unfair to the other 14-year-olds. Like, we, yeah. we can't have a contest that way. So, <laughs> sorry, unfair. go ahead, Josh. He's been nominated for 16 Grammys. That's that's Damn. pretty crazy. Oh, that's um, where I was getting the six from. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Okay, this is the last one. Which okay. artist gave Weird Al the title for their parody song? Madonna. What's the name? Really? Like a surgeon. I, people just got to know. People just got to know. Madonna yeah. Louise Ciccone. Yeah, like a surgeon for like a virgin. Um, as, yeah. as the tale goes, Madonna's like, when's Weird Al going to do like a surgeon? And... <laughs> oh, that okay. was really good. That, that That's my really 80s good. Madonna impression. If yeah. she said it now, it'd be, when is Weird Al going to do like a surgeon? Oh, my God. Yeah, what is right. that? Current. Get out of here with current Madonna. We love 80s Madonna. Yeah. When's Weird Al going to do like a surgeon? <laughs> Thank you. The Jersey. Can, the Jersey Lauren, Madonna. <laughs> Lauren, can you, say, can you say, welcome to our podcast in that voice? Welcome to our podcast. Clipping Thank it. you. I appreciate it. Thank you, Josh. You're so welcome. <laughs> I would do anything for you. You know that. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, I have a question that's not really trivia. I just want to see if you know this cuz okay. it's very I, I rather I want I want to know the answer to it and that's why I'm asking you cuz I know that you know it. Okay. Um, so for a long time, uh Weird Al's trademark was his hair and his giant glasses, right? Uh-huh. And then I believe it, um maybe before running with scissors, he got LASIK, right? Yes. What year was that that he got LASIK? Well, he, uh, Bad Hair Day came out in 1996, and he still had the glasses and the mustache. Uh, the Weird Al show was 1997, and he still had the glasses and the mustache. And then Running With Scissors came out in 1999, and the glasses and the mustache were gone. So logic would dictate that he probably got the LASIK in 1998. I agree. And then he spent some right time when it was fresh. Oh, right when it was and fresh. Out- that was... <laughs> LASIK yes, was he was a LASIK new. pioneer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember um, there um, when I sh- when I showed my my folks the cover of um, or or not the cover scissors. the uh, the promo image of Running with Scissors where he's got the Jedi hairstyle. My uh, dad was like, "Where's Weird Al?" 
I was like, that's oh, him. Oh, yeah, because he was wearing the wig him, and stuff. He cut his hair. Like, yeah. No, he didn't, he didn't yeah. cut his hair. It was, yeah. That's what it looked like, right? So it looked yeah. like he had the buzz with the with the rat tail, yeah. So mm-hmm. very cool. Yes, I remember, I it, you know, Josh, <laughs> you will be... You will be happy to know. I remember most of the words to the saga begins. So. Excellent. Um, because that's, I mean, that's obviously what got me into Weird Al. Like a right. lot, like Luke showed me Weird Al and I was like, okay, cool. And then he's like, no, watch this video. And I was like, okay. And then oh. it was Star Wars. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. And then, and then he's like, <laughs> yeah, I found this album. And I was like, can I, can I just borrow that for like a day? And then I burned it, and then I listened to it. Yeah, for a long Remember time. burning CDs? That was yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I actually, when I bought my new computer, I made sure that I had a CD slash DVD burner, just in case I ever need to make an album again. But anyway, I, I honestly <laughs> think it would be cool. Like, I don't know that I have the cojones to do this, but I think it would be really cool to like, like. For example, after the first season of Sudden But Inevitable, right, where we're recapping Firefly, what if we put the show on, like, a thousand CDs, and now that's the only way you can have the show, is if you have one of those CDs, right? Like, it would be, (laughs) like, it would be, it would create that scarcity. It's like you own a single from a band that never cut the full album or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's It's like how rare Firefly is. When, yeah, like when exactly. it appears on Hulu, you're like, "Oh my shit, I gotta watch right. this right now." It's there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's also like, I think it would be cool thematically, but it would be antithetical to everything that our show is about, which is community and family and found family and you know sharing things with people. So it wouldn't make sense to yeah. do. But I've I've heard of shows that have released podcast episodes on cassette, and it drives mm. hype like crazy because then people are like as soon as you're done listening to it, mail me the cassette so I can listen to it. Mm. Then we can go online and talk about it. It seems like podcasting with extra steps, but I understand like the, the touching a physical thing aspect of it. So I think it's, I get it. Given, yeah. Given the right show or the right setup, it could be cool. Um, Josh, nice. if you don't have any more oh, trivia, yeah. <laughs> I know that was more trivia, Josh. Okay. I, I just have a weird out cassette tape. I know it's, that's, that's great. <laughs> And I wanted to Lauren, say, uh, have- I, I specifically listened to the best flicks with Ricky D uh, coming and going from streaming services to make sure that Firefly wasn't leaving Hulu because we still had a few episodes to go. And I've been worried yep. about that for a minute. Like, <laughs> shit, what if it disappears from Hulu? Then what am I going to do? I'm going to oh have God. to like buy it. <laughs> we, I like I don't even I don't need to tell you this, Josh, but somebody that listens to I our know. show would say, I you know, like 100%. I know. <laughs> but um, I just like, so, you never know that, that that could happen. And it is very true that the scarcity of things like I don't know how much so I do before, it with a podcast, but right. But before we jump into <laughs> this next last piece with Lauren, I will say uh, Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D and I had a conversation on Twitter about, you know, should you still buy blu-rays or should you only stream stuff and this that and the other thing and he posted the gif of melissa mccarthy i think it's from um oh my gosh what's the what's the wedding movie with melissa mccarthy and all the bridesmaids thank you i love the scene where she where she wipes the shit on her face and she like she's like like war paint right so (laughs) i I asked ricky d fingers (laughs) Yeah, I asked Ricky D, like, you think physical media or you think streaming? And he said, he posted that and said they can take my physical media from my cold dead hands. So I was like, (laughs) immediately reminded of, like, 
all of like all of our fans that have yeah. the DVD and the Blu-ray and stuff. And I think that's why the cassette thing would work for a podcast. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. I, I still buy Blu-rays. I, I still yeah. buy Blu-rays and I, I DVDs and books and all that. I just shit, wanted to so. touch on it conceptually. Yeah. Yeah. But um... and yeah, thank you. So Lauren, thank you so much for coming on the show. I want to do one quick little lightning round questionnaire for the uh the TMA podcast. We we do okay. this with all of our guests where we have a little quick lightning round and then I'll let you go. I thank you so much for well, hanging out for yeah. almost two hours. This has been a, a great It's been a while. I have sure. to pee. Okay. Part of the there we go. We're gonna be so you know, Lauren, the part of the reason we do this is so that in the future when we're trying to figure out where do all these wonderful podcasting guests fit best, because there's multiple shows on the network and they're all about different things. So we use mm -hmm, this to kind of mm -hmm. help us uh, write down like a, uh, almost like a report card so that when we invite you back, because spoiler <laughs> alert, we're inviting you back a that plus. we can go, Hey, do you want to be on this, this or this? So that it's not like, yeah. Hey, you have to talk about thing X, right? So yeah. we call this the lightning round and it's basically just three very quick, which half of the nerd aisle are you on? It's not a, it's, it's not a, this is the better than this thing. It's, this is my preference. I know you hate false dichotomies. We're not trying to present a false dichotomy. Thank We're you. just trying to <laughs> sort of get to know your nerd. This is DNA. a Jesse versus Josh thing. Don't, don't lie to us, Jesse. This is a, who, which no, one no. does, who agrees with no, Jesse? Throw your Josh? false dichotomies <laughs> at me. For you and one. I, Josh, for you and I, that's what it is. But for everyone else, it's because we want to know them better. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. Star Wars or Star Trek? Oh, God. Uh, can I, like, neither, like, really, if I had to. Like, space your, stuff is not my jam, but okay. Uh, 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 Star Trek Voyager, because Captain James. Yes. Okay. Yes. In your face. It's not a competition. In your face. <laughs> Marvel or DC? Uh, Marvel because Robert Downey Jr. My brother would say DC because Batman. Okay, it's fair. My brother, the, the the password to my brother's Wi-Fi at his house as a grown adult man is Superman sucks eight equals 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 capital D. Nice. Got it. Perfect. He's Thank right you. about Superman, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you you seem like a child of the '90s a little bit. Um, Tool or Blink One Eighty Two? Blink One Eighty Two. Yes. Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter? Harry Potter. Yes. All right. Yeah. Huh. You know, half, and half, it's not a competition. <laughs> half and half ain't bad. I'd say that. No, that was that was, that was good for sure. It was. Yes. It was very. Hey, half and we half is a win put, for me. <laughs> we don't mean to put pressure on you, Lauren. It's purely no, it's, a, a juvenile thing between the two of us. Yeah, absolutely. It's fine. It's fine. I, my brother probably would have picked differently on most of those things. So I think as far as like the entire Beard Owl podcast goes, you're probably like 100, 100. Because my brother would well, definitely pick Star Wars over Star Trek. He would definitely pick uh, DC over Marvel. He would definitely pick Tool over Blink-182, and he would definitely so, pick Lord of the Rings over Harry so, Potter. So, so Jesse would totally win that one then, for sure. So we'd need, really what we need is both of you guys to be on the show at the same time to balance it all out, is what it's, yeah. Well, yeah. that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah that's ba right. basically, yeah, because I mean, we're, <laughs> so that's, that's why the show, that's why we do the show the way that we do it, you know? Yeah. yeah. 
My brother and Let I balance just... each other out really well. <laughs> Honestly, you do. Like that's not that's not Lauren talking herself up. Like it's it's just true. So yeah, the it's, last it's thing our that... life. Yeah. And the last thing that I'll say is you could have answered those questions all subjectively incorrectly, right? Like you could have disagreed with all of my halves of that. And I'm still downloading every single episode of the Beard Owl podcast. I'm going through the backlog. I'm subscribing. I'm retweeting. I'm finding you on Twitter. Like, yes. People, and if you speaking, can't figure it out, just go. Just go. Speaking of that, please, Lauren, before before you go, where can everybody find you? What's the best way to listen to your show? All like, how can people get in touch with you? All that stuff. All that stuff. Yes. Yeah. So we're the Beard <laughs> Owl podcast and it rolls off the tongue very nicely. But if you're typing it, it's beer, B-E-E-R apostrophe D L. So it's beer apostrophe D beard. Owl. It's not like beard, like facial hair. It's beer. <laughs> d owl it has been beard. Uh, yeah. And so that's where you can find it on, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the podcast places where you can listen to podcasts. We're on all of those. Uh, Twitter at Beard Owl Podcast without the apostrophe. Instagram at Beard Owl Podcast without the apostrophe. And Facebook.com slash Beard Owl Podcast. Um, we're all there. And I would encourage you to follow all three socials because I tend to post different shit on the different ones because once again, I am a social, I'm a, I'm an internet marketer in my, in my daily life. So I know that you don't put the same thing on all three and expect to get engagement everywhere. So guess what? Follow us everywhere because there's different stuff all over the place. I, uh, Hey, I'm glad I'm ahead of that game. Cause I, this is the same thing with us, but there's something different on Facebook as compared to Twitter and Instagram. So at least, different audiences, at least we're man. doing the right thing there. Oh my God. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. It's all different. It's all different. Yeah. You know, mostly the stuff that I put on, on Twitter is, uh, our dad follows us on Twitter and he's like, I'm so oh. impressed with everything that you're doing. This is amazing. He's like, my Twitter following has doubled since I started like interacting <laughs> with your, I'm like, dad, cool. Okay. I'm just going to say it again. Thank you so much for being the people that you are, you and your brother, but you in particular on the social media, because it's, it's been a boon to us and we're not a weird out podcast. We're not even a music podcast. No, but, but there you're are a nerdy people- thing. Yeah, exactly. There are people from your followers that followed us, and I mm-hmm. really hope, and I'm pretty sure vice versa, but it was like this this whole community of happy, yeah. positive nerd stuff just warms my heart, you guys, and yeah, if you don't me stop too. soon, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep going. <laughs> and and speaking, going. Uh, speaking of music podcasts, um, I have a band called Lost Relics from Denver coming on the show next week to talk about, well, I guess it'll be a week from... Yeah, yeah, next week to talk about their new album dropping. They're a doom metal band. So the Twist My Arm podcast will be a lot about music. I'm kind of like merging my my basement session show with this to do more music, to do more podcast interviews, to do small business interviews and stuff like that. So I love talking to anyone that has a project going on, basically. I like getting to know people. I've always, for my entire life, I've always loved just knowing as many people as i possibly can and not not for any sort of like status quo or anything but because people are fucking interesting yeah and And, just you like as a person yeah knowing people and things yeah and getting to know like the the differences of people like it's fun nowadays with 
knowing people's different accents, the amount of people that I've talked to and interacted with in my life, I can tell, you know, oh, hey, you're from you're from Michigan, right? And they're like, how did you know? And it's like that one way that you say your R's is different <laughs> than the than North Dakota or anything like that. Like, bag. yeah, like, it's so much fun to just talk to so many different people. So I thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us. It's It's been, I don't know, it's been excellent having people come on the show to to chat with us it's it's been kind of a huge goal of mine um i've always been a radio fan a, a big uh interview fan so me being able to kind of live out my dreams is is really fun so i appreciate you coming on and letting me do that <laughs> you're so very welcome i was very happy to be here talking to you it was very you? difficult oh, hiding yeah. accents the entire oh, time yeah. so, yeah. josh has a josh has a very good moose All right. Thank you again for listening to the TMA podcast. We had so much fun talking to Lauren and would love to have more conversations with fun people. If you're a podcaster, artist, business owner, or just have some cool stories to talk about, we want to hear from you. Email us at twistmyarmpodcast at gmail.com or visit twistmyarmpodcast.com to drop us a line and we'll get you on the show. We want to talk to as many people as we possibly can. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe to All Things Twist My Arm for updates on all our shows and projects. Also, don't forget to give some love to Lauren and the Beard Owl Podcast crew by searching Beard Owl Podcast on all your favorite podcast streaming services. Also, follow Lauren on Twitter by searching at Beard Owl Podcast. That's B-E-E-R-D-A-L-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Beard Owl Podcast. It's kind of a weird... It's a weird flow, but it's it works. Um, but yeah, give her give her a retweet or two, give her a like, um, and thank you all again for joining us on this episode of the Twist My Arm Podcast. Once again, my name's Josh, and we will talk at you very soon. I don't have to change pages for my notes. It was like, <laughs> yeah, it was like holy shit, he nailed it. Like it was so good. Really Don't good. get me started yeah. on accents because no. I've got a good Russian accent. I've got a fairly good <laughs> Irish accent that I can do, you know, and I get stuck in it a little bit. Um, Gotta get pissed. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm gonna go get, you know, yeah, I gotta get pissed.